0: My name is Neil, and this is Joseph Smith's Divine Comedy. His children were often taught one thing, and then with a little education, we learned that it happened a little different, or in this case, it just never happened at all. So, this podcast is meant to discuss the sad but unfortunate truth that is the belief system of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints, commonly known as Mormons. And as a fair warning, this show contains strong language, suggestive dialogue, and fantasy violence. All right. Um, well, I've been starting all of this out by saying hello, deacons and beehives. And then I realized that I'm basically Karen Baskin was saying, what's up, you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to be opening with that anymore. So we're just going to go ahead and jump in. We, we left off. Um, basically, Nephi decapitated Laban and then wore his clothes and robbed his wife, his wife robbed him and then stole a slave and then freed the slave by saying you will be a free man as long as you live and do exactly what we tell you to do and work for us for free, then we will free you. And if you don't, then we will kill you. So the slave whose name is Zoram was like, well, this sounds like a great, great deal. I, I guess I'm gonna do this. Um, so he, uh, he went ahead and joined them. Nephi and his brothers come back and talk to Lehi and Lehi and Sariah get in a fight and whatever, they learn that they are from Joseph, as in Joseph's Technicolor Dreamcoat. And I really should have looked up some of those songs so that I could just sing them right now. Um, but basically, they're they're descended from Joseph.
1: So, how, how did they figure
0: that out? Because uh, of the Jews. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just making sure that I didn't miss some, like, crucial detail somewhere somewhere so along the, this way. The plates of brass, maybe I, I didn't make that clear in the other episode. They stole, or, well, they didn't steal. They stole. They murdered and s- stole, which are definitely not two commandments. Correct. Um, they, and they got the plates of brass from Laban. Oh, Those, these they, are the genealogy plates. Yeah, yeah. I wrote that down. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Lehi was like, ooh, look. We're descended from one of the most important people, so we must be important, basically.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Wow. They all get back. They get in the fight. Everything kind of settles. They have a new slave hand to help them do hunting or whatever it is that they're doing uh, to pass the time. And then Lehi, as per his normal ritual, went inside of his tent. It, It really is mentioned a lot. He went in his tent, a disturbing amount. And when he came out, he called his sons around him, and he told his sons something very prophetic. You have to go back to Jerusalem. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> now, Why it up here. <laughs> that's what I was going to
0: say. Mind you, they left because Jerusalem was supposed to get destroyed. It's, it's still there. It's, it's totally fine still? Every, everything's fine. So they tell him you have to go back and he says remember our old my old friend ishmael you have to go get ishmael and tell him to come into the wilderness with us and Laman and lemuel are actually okay with this obviously nephi and sam are as well because you know they're all about doing whatever dad says Laman and lemuel are okay with that because they've been in the wilderness for a good amount of time now and the only um the only woman that's around is their mom. And they oh. haven't quite reverted back to doing their mom yet.
1: But I, 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 yet. I appreciate yet? the yet. Meal yet.
0: Um, well, hold on. We haven't. You guys know the story of Noah. We're going to reinvent that and make it a little cooler later on. Nice. But we haven't. We're not there yet. <laughs> and then wait until people start floating across the ocean in whiskey barrels. Because that's a thing. But we're not there yet. We're not, we're not there yet. That's down the road. That's a sneak peek. Um, so Laman and Lemuel are cool to go back to Jerusalem because Ishmael has daughters. And they're teenage boys. And the only woman that they see is their mom. So they go back and they find Ishmael. And they say, hey, remember how you're friends with my dad? And Ishmael says, yeah. And he says, well, or they say, you have to come with us into the wilderness or else you're going to die. Uh, Any guesses on what Ishmael says? He says, walk off. Uh, No, he says, yeah, obviously that's the best course of action. I will uproot my family and take them into the wilderness, to the Red Sea, into what has apparently been called the land of Laman. That's what Lehi named it. And he just moves his family out there. I feel like I, I feel like I'm not allowed to guess what happens anymore because I'm apparently so far off base. You know, uh, Kevin Smith made a movie a while ago called, I think, Red State Rising. And he told, yeah, Kevin Smith told me, uh, no, I saw in an interview that he he was emailing the script to Ben Affleck. And every time Ben Affleck guessed what would happen, he would do the exact opposite so that the movie kept having you guess what was going to happen. And maybe Joseph Smith was doing the same thing to like Oliver He's like, what do you think happens here? And he's like, Well, obviously, they're going to say no. He's like, Wrong. They said yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear I like him, that like, theory. You hear him furiously scribbling things out and muttering to himself. <laughs> 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 um, so, actually, it, when I, so I, um, for the first time in almost 10 years, I've been rereading the Book of Mormon uh, for each one of these episodes. Congratulations. And, thank you. And it really seemed like Joseph got just. Bored with what he was writing at this point, translating at this point, because like there's this whole thing, Laman and Lemuel, they, they're going to roll up and they've been these like punks this whole time. And then the Lord, quote, softened their hearts, as in Ishmael. So they just showed up, uproot everything, leave it, come with us. And then it's totally, yeah, okay, no, fine, we'll do that. But like I said, this is important because there's daughters. So here's the thing, though, is Ishmael was cool with this because Lehi was his homie. And so they're going to go walk to the Red Sea. Ishmael didn't ask his kids if they were cool with it. And so they rebelled. And it really sounds kind of dramatic. He only says rebel, but in the context, um, all I pictured was just like a mini riot happening. And basically, this is how it happened. Of course, this is on the same like or same principle as Joseph Smith's peg leg. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Ishmael's kids said, we don't like this. And Laman and Lemuel just flipped the car over and lit it on fire. And we're like, perfect. And just instigated like outright <laughs> riots and rebellion. That's
1: <laughs> They were just
0: like waiting for someone to hop on their bandwagon and get rid of their douche brother. And Ishmael's kids were not cool with it. Well, so Nephi uh, did what you guys probably at this point expect him to do. Uh, after the little bit of the rebellion, Nephi then said to his brothers to calm him down Hey, God loves me. He doesn't love you. You have to do what I say. Nana, nana, boo, boo.
1: That's very reassuring.
0: Uh, yeah. And so, any guesses on how Laman and Lemuel handled this? Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, they beat him up again. Man, I
1: was going <laughs> to guess <laughs> that. Technically, but I did. they didn't get to beat him up the
0: first time. Yeah, yeah, this time <laughs> they actually beat him up. An angel didn't intervene this time. The angel was drunk <laughs> on duty or something. But so they they beat him up and they then they tied him up. And Nephi was afraid that they were going to kill him, which was probably a, a real threat. Let's be honest, because how many times has Nephi put their life in danger at this point? Yeah. Um, and so. Nephi prayed and asked for the strength to break the cords. And then he basically said, I'm going to flex and bust out of here. I'm going to flex and bust out of here. And there are paintings of this, of Nephi being tied up. And then he's just bound. His hands are down at his side. And he Terry cruises his pecs and just (laughs) like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, his biceps and the cords just (laughs) explode off around him. Um, At which point. Laman and Lemuel get scared shitless. And Nephi, standing over them, having flexed and busted out of there. I'm gonna flex and bust out of here. uh, Says, you're gonna go make sacrifices to God and you're gonna repent right now. And they're like, yeah, okay, whatever you want, man. (laughs) Like It's cool, it's cool. And then because Nephi is a man of God, he did what any good man of God does. And then as they were scared for their lives and going through and doing this, Nephi's like, also, I forgive you. Just to make sure that they knew that it was cool. Okay. So they finally get back with all of Ishmael and the family and Lehi goes into his tent. <laughs> and when he comes out, he tells everyone to go get seeds. And then he just leaves and goes into the wilderness.
1: To go and get I had seeds.
0: To... Yeah, so we can plant stuff. I'm
1: afraid it's of the, the interpretation it... of seeds.
0: No, no, not, not semen. There's my man's seed, I mean, he <laughs>
1: spent Dana's tent
0: (laughs) it's like look at all these seeds I found Ooh, (laughs) Ooh, piece of candy Um, so Lehi he leaves and I had to reread these couple verses a couple times because it was a little confusing but I'm pretty sure he got the seeds and he was just like fuck it I'm leaving I'm going to go into the wilderness Nephi is really happy about this because he's doing what God wants him to do and uh, Laman and Lemuel are equally happy about it because their dickhead dad's leaving. And while out there, Lehi has a vision. And this is a big deal. This is, this is so much of what my childhood was based around, this story. He has a vision, Le- Lehi. And it, I'm, I think basically what they're trying to say is he got heat exhaustion But it doesn't really say that, but he was in the desert alone and started to see things. And what he saw was a man that was dressed in a white robe. And he told, he beckoned, I'm sorry, he did not say anything, but he beckoned for Lehi to follow him. And they walked through a, quote, dark and dreary waste. Now, mind you, all of, I I should have said this whole vision, Nephi is writing it down, even though Lehi is the one that had it. So this is all like a third hand from what happened. So they're walking through this dark and dreary wasteland and Lehi gets scared and he prays and asks for help. And for some reason, I don't know why, but after the prayer, he he suddenly sees this tree off in the distance and fruit, which was the most desirable. And it made him very happy. He really wanted the fruit. Like Garden of Eden shit? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the Garden of Eden Eden 2.0. A little bit better.
1: Like every story in Mormonism. They just make it a little bit better.
0: How about we take that a little bit and make it a lot better?
1: Perfect. Guess
0: And uh, Frank and Brittany, you can't you can't chime in here. Guess where the Garden of Eden is. The Mormons know. They 100 percent know where it's at.
1: I want to say New York, but they're not in New York, but everything ends up in New York. Is it in like Egypt or something?
0: It's in uh, Jacksonville, Missouri.
1: What? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. Yeah, you can go no. there. How, go did there. They, yeah. how did they transport themselves in a vision to Jacksonville, Missouri?
0: Well, no, no, no. So right now they're this not. This is here. a different tree. This, this is, is in the Garden different. of Eden tree. Oh, you're talking about the Garden of Eden. I just wanted you to know that where that all happened and everything and like the where life sprung from was Jacksonville. That's
1: still ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. I refuse to believe that people believe that.
0: Millions of people do. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um,
0: All right. So anyway, we're going to go back to the cooler version of the Garden of Eden story. So. Lehi gets there and I always was taught, maybe it's a painting that I saw or something. I don't know. Um, To me, the fruit always looked like a pear, but the pear is like absolute white. Um, And I don't know if that's just something that got put in my head as a kid or whatever, but the fruit is super, super good, apparently. And Lehi eats it and he wants his family to partake of it. And so he looks around and I don't I, this is what I never understood as a kid. And then as I'm or not never understood, never thought of as a kid. And then as I'm reading now, I'm like, what the fuck? So Lehi walked to this tree. No issues. He just walked up there. Everything's cool. He minus eats, the heat exhaustion. part. Minus the heat exhaustion. I yeah, maybe he put a cold towel on his head at this point. He got his feet up his heart or something. Um, so he he gets there and he looks around. And this is the first time he kind of becomes aware of his surroundings. And what he sees is that there's a river and this river is filled with a really dark, evil mist, like maybe a mist that would come through a sacred grove when a 14 year old is praying. Uh, um, But he follows Lehi follows the river to the mouth with, with his eyes. He stays by the tree munching on the fruit. And he sees Sariah, Nephi, and Sam, so the good parts of the family. And he wants them to come partake. So they do, they just walk up, no issues, eat fruit, everything's cool. And then he's looking around because he realizes Laman and Lemuel aren't there. And this time he looks back and now he sees an iron rod that's extending along this river with the mist. And there is a straight and narrow path that you can follow, but you can't see where you're going. You just like the the mist is, you know, like spookily crawling over it. Um, And you have to, in in theory, if you were to hold on to the rod and never let go, you would walk right up to the tree of life. While he's continuing to look around, he also sees and hold on, I got to find because I thought maybe I was remembering this wrong, and then I was like, no, nope, it's real. He sees a, quote, spacious building, and it stood as it were in the air, high above the earth. So he's on, the way that I always pictured this, is he's on, like, a little island that has the Tree of Life with glowing, like, glow-in-the-dark pears. And there's this very small, think, like, going into Mordor, Frodo with Golem type trail, and there's evil, like, fog and all of this crawling over it. Dementors flying Dem- overhead. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. As spooky as you can get. Um, but there's a, there's an iron rod that just runs along that, uh, that runs along this straight and narrow path. And then off in the distance is, uh, in the paintings that is a kid that we were always shown. It was always like, Not so secretly hidden that it was a Aztec building, but like no one ever said it, but (laughs) it had like kind of racist paintings on it and different things that were on the building, you know, but there's this giant building and the people are dressed very nicely and they're having a great time and they're having a great party. And so Lehi sees this floating skyscraper and then he looks around and he sees Laman and Lemuel. And then he sees more people going down the straight and narrow. Now some people are holding very fast to the rod and won't let go, and they make it to the island. I, I'm saying it's an island. The book never says that, but it's better in that way. Um, it's an island. It's canon. It's an island. <laughs> yeah, and when you get there, you automatically get a peg leg. Um,
1: yeah, <laughs> and an eye patch.
0: And an eye patch. Uh, fuck it, and a parrot. Um, so. <laughs> oh just a pair. that's right
1: <laughs> um,
0: so some people make it other people get scared and they let go of the rod um and what was never taught to me is they they get scared and they let go of the rod but then it, they just like oh i'll just keep walking I, i'm afraid i'll let go and then i'm going to continue to walk which i don't see anybody doing but they would do that and some people were drowning in a fountain that was outside of the building. So have you ever seen that video of that lady who wasn't paying attention walking around in the mall and then she just eats shit into the fountain yeah. of the mall? Basically that's what's happening, except then it's full of, I don't Dementors, or no, its full, actually it's full of the water that the Horcrux was in, that uh, Dumbledore and Harry Potter go to. Oh, no!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's they, even
1: worse. Meanwhile, they I'm don't. picturing the office when Michael Scott falls into the koi pond.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it, except you die. There's no, no getting out of the koi pond. Jim lets you fall in, and you die.
1: Well, some koi fish um, died, so, you know. Yeah, and, uh,
0: which are representative of the souls. Yeah. Nobody wins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other people are just basically aimlessly wandering through. They, like, they let go, and they're trying to get to the building uh, where this party's at. There's probably loose women A whole bunch of different things and they end up just walking forever they can never get to the building they're stuck on a treadmill essentially now what's happening though is other people as i mentioned are making it they're holding to the rod they're smart they make it to the tree of life they eat this delicious fruit and instantly they are ashamed i'm not really sure of what it just said that they were ashamed
1: are they naked
0: no but so that's kind of what I was thinking like right Garden of Eden ashamed yeah. so I I I don't know maybe it was Joseph's Puritan values that he didn't want to write write that they were naked but and like have a weird orgy set up because that was only for private with preteen girls um I, I don't know but they're instantly ashamed and they eat the fruit and then all the people in the building, the floating building, uh, start laughing at him for eating the fruit. Um, and yeah, so basically <clears throat> all these people, like the it, this is the populace of earth, of everybody that is alive, that has lived, and that will live. They're all trying to do this. So is looking around and he's panicking because he wants his whole family to come there and Laman and Lemuel aren't there. Now, at this point, I, I should have copied it down. It doesn't really matter though. Nephi basically says, "My dad said a bunch of shit, and I don't want to write it down." But Laman and Lemuel didn't eat. That's basically <laughs> that's basically <laughs> what it is. Is uh, so. So I'm gonna interrupt you. But when you were like in school, that I'm assuming they have like a like a religion class or something where you go through like all these. Like sections of, so let the me book. let me let me real quick tell you, and then I'll we'll get to your question. But I'll tell you how much church I had. Now they recently, within the last two years, changed uh, Sunday, like Catholics call it Mass, um, church uh, from three hours to I think two and a half hours now. So every Sunday was three hours of different types of study, and then Monday through Friday. Uh, I went to an hour and a half lecture. And then Tuesday and Thursday night, I went to an hour lecture. Monday night was family scripture time. And then I feel like I'm skipping something else. But yes, my point is, is that there, yes, there was a lot of. That's (laughs) all. First off, that sounds awful. Oh, it was great. That's why I'm still sticking around. (laughs) (laughs) But so like in all of that, like learning time, What's the what's the takeaway from this? Like, so, if you're if you're studying this, and he's like, "Oh, I had a vision, and there's this like creepy lake with an iron rod and a tree, and then you eat the apple or the pear, and then you get ashamed." What the fuck's the lesson?
1: Like the moral? Yeah. Oh.
0: So the lesson in that case <clears throat> is those people weren't trusting in God. Lehi, Nephi, Lehi, Nephi, Soraya, and Sam. Had no issues eating the, the fruit. They were cool. People are ha 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 ha. They're like, yeah, well, I'm going to heaven, bitches. But it was everybody else. So basically, I I got ashamed, right? Like people that like my seminary teachers would say that I ate of the fruit and I got ashamed. Uh, It definitely isn't because of all of the other stuff that we've addressed. It's that I had the knowledge. I had the the love and the light of God, and the people in the floating spaceship building in, f- in fancy clothes made fun of me, and I wanted to go into the floating spaceship building and have fancy clothes. So it's basically saying like they had weak morals. Nice. Does that make
1: sense? Nope. Yeah.
0: I was well, just like, as you're as you're telling this story, I'm just trying to figure out like like what the takeaway is, and I could not for the life of me figure it out. Well, I'm going to let you down a little bit here, but I don't remember the whole thing, but I can only remember a couple lines, but let's sum it up with a primary song. Hold to the rod, the iron rod. The iron rod is the word of God. Something (laughs) along those lines. So a a lot of- they They have a song for like brushing your teeth so you don't upset God. Saturday, is a special day, it's the day we get ready for Sunday. Sunday. (laughs) Yes, they do. They have a day about all the stuff you do to get ready to go to church on Sunday, on Saturday. How do
1: quickly brainwash children?
0: (laughs) Um, So, a lot of of people that I knew, I would say probably upwards to half, back when I was in Salt Lake, uh, carried on their keys... Um, like a little, I highly doubt it was actually iron, but a little rod, a (laughs) tiny little thing. Um, so, uh, a lot of times you would hear people say something like, oh, well, they just let go of the rod. Like I let go of the rod. Uh, it it depends on what analogy you want to use. I could have eaten of the fruit because I did have the priesthood, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I also let go of the rod because I didn't make it. I I don't, it doesn't have to make sense. (laughs) Um, so yeah, a lot of, um, hold to the rod. Um, sometimes you just have to hold on to the rod and just trust that you won't fall into the mist. Like, I, I don't know, maybe it's kind of like an Indiana Jones thing where you're walking on (laughs) the air, you know? Yeah. I, (laughs) I don't know. Okay. It's
1: basically any other Christian faith saying trust in the Lord, the Lord will provide. Just
0: but trust. are there Dementors the in the Bible?
1: Okay, well, you guys are so much cooler in that respect.
0: Right. Well, for, no, firstly, we
1: just, uh, we just have guys. lepers.
0: I'm not one. <laughs> <laughs> we just have lepers in our stories. <laughs> yeah, well, see, Joseph Smith didn't want to be left out. So he uh, there's something called the 13 Articles of Faith. I had to memorize all of them. Uh, I, I definitely can't do that now. But one of them is we believe the Bible. This is a quote. We believe the Bible uh, to be the word of God. Or maybe it's we, we, we also.
1: These truths.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, it's, we also believe the Bible to be the word of God. So Joseph Smith didn't want to be left out. So the Mormons do believe in the Bible. Uh, just oh, if it works out for them.
1: <laughs> and a lot of extra things.
0: Uh, well, then Joseph Smith wrote something called the Doctrine and Covenants, which we'll go through way down the road. But basically, he wanted to be he wanted to write his own scriptures because writing the other ones wasn't good enough. He wanted credit for one. Um, but then he got shot. Um, and then there's something called the Pearl Pearl or Pearls.
1: Pearl necklace. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Uh, I mean, he just
1: gave a lot of them out. But uh, <laughs> uh, in my the,
0: the Pearl of Great Price um, was another thing he started writing um, that are those are pretty holy. And I actually haven't read the Pearl of Great Price in its like cover to cover, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, that that's the that's the tree of life story. This is this is huge. I remember as a little kid. Um, so I moved to like Hodunk Nowhere. And they kind of barely had this little league soccer. Um, little, yeah, it was a very like redneck soccer, but it was, like, real pathetic. But it was the best that they could do for my tiny little area. And uh, I had just come from the big city of 50,000 people, um, so I was, I was pretty smart. And... <laughs> I was actually for little league. I was on a pretty good team. Um, but you know, it's little league, so it doesn't matter. Um, but I got here or I got there and I definitely thought that I was better than everybody. And I remember my coach and all this has to be held loosely because it's little league, but my coach put me on defense and I didn't want to play defense cause God damn it, I'm a winner. And, um, I, I was pretty mad about it and threw a proper tantrum about it and my tantrums are always really boring. And it's just me sitting down and shutting up and refusing to do anything. Um, so, <laughs> you rebel. I, I know. Take that, the man. But my mom, <laughs> my mom, she pulled me aside and said, remember when Laman and Lemuel didn't want to partake of the fruit? I was like, well, they went down the path. And she said, yeah, but they didn't want to go down the path. Sometimes you just have to do what Nephi did and hold to the rod. Now, as I'm rereading this, Nephi didn't hold on to shit. Uh, he just walked there. He just the appeared. rod appeared later. <laughs> that whole thing happened later. So my, my, my point is, is that this is a huge story. This is big. Like I said, people carry around little iron rods, but I highly doubt they're iron. Uh, that and then Mormons, a lot of them will, uh, they wear a CTR ring, uh, choose the right. It's kind of looks like a, like an old school medieval shield. And then inside of it, it says CTR. Uh, those are real common Mormon things. What does that mean? Choose the right? Like,
1: like do what th- would Jesus
0: do? Yeah, WWJD. But uh, they would have to do WWJSD, and that is too wordy. So,
1: yes, <laughs> CTR.
0: Um, so, go- going back, Layman and Lemuel refused to eat it. And basically, Lehi gets scared because he's like, oh, great, you're going to hell. My cat, you didn't eat fruit, you're going to hell. And then he says, hey, make sure you keep the commandments of the Lord, to which Laman and Lemuel did not say, but he just told us to murder somebody like a month ago. They didn't bring that up. I feel like that would have been a good time to, <laughs>
1: to,
0: important to point. ask dad a couple questions, but they just uh, presumably Just like, okay, dad, whatever you say. So after all this happens, Lehi comes back and he tells his family, at which point Nephi records it. Nephi also felt inspired after this, and he made two new records. One was historical and one was sacred. Nobody knows what's on the sacred one yet because it's sacred and you can't read it. Um, Oh, it's this story again. Okay.
1: (laughs) No, 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 this is new. (laughs)
0: Um. So, Lehi comes back, talks with the family, and he tells the family, and this is in the, the record that Nephi made, uh, that Jerusalem's going to be destroyed. Now, I know that we've already talked about that, but you're supposed to act surprised. <laughs> Jerusalem's going to be destroyed. Gas. We didn't <gasps>
1: know.
0: Yeah, they're, God's pulling teeth with you people. Um, <laughs> also, Now, actually, let's do a little bit of an Old Testament lesson to refresh. So the Egyptians were really mean to the Jews. And then Moses ran across the Red Sea, brought them to the land of promise. They started worshiping uh, golden calves, blah, 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 blah. The point is, is the Jews ran away to the land of promise to where God said, hey, you're cool. You're safe here. Yeah. so, Lehi says Jerusalem's going to be destroyed, insert gas. And then he says the Jews are going to be taken captive and they're going to go to Babylon um, because of reasons. So, basically, the promise that God made is no longer valid because the Jews became wicked in Jerusalem. So, therefore, God's going to destroy Jerusalem. And then it doesn't say who, maybe maybe the Babylonians are going to take all the Jews captive and make them slaves in Babylon. But 600 years later, a new prophet would rise up and save the Jews. Now, I don't know. I mentioned this last episode, but I don't know if you guys remember, but this is all happening about 600 B.C. So... Right here, Lehi, Lehi is talking about God's right-hand man, his favorite son, Jesus. His
1: favorite JC,
0: yeah. Big um, JC. Um, so Lehi basically is saying, or I'm sorry, Nephi. Lehi is saying, Nephi is writing, um, that in 600 years, Jesus is going to come back and save the Jews again. And then he, Lehi also predicts the John, of, John the Baptist. But what's funny is I was reading like a summary on uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.org. And it says that Lehi right. predicts. Now they're tracking you. <laughs> the,
1: the, 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 they already, they were, already the
0: are. <laughs> yep, I'm and they check it twice. Um, so Lehi predicts John the Baptist. But he never says John the Baptist. He just talks about. Jesus getting baptized, and so I think it's, I I don't know, maybe I'm too harsh and too cynical of Joseph Smith, but I think it's funny that he talks like in all of these, I don't know, prophetic ways and different things, but he can't just say Jesus is going to get baptized by John the Baptist, even though the Bible already exists. He was too afraid, in my opinion, this is my opinion, of like a messing up on the plagiarism and didn't have time to go back and double check his King James version. Well, no, I'm, I'm, sure like, I'm sure it was like, I'm sure it was like copyright infringement. He's like, yes. okay, I can't say this exact stuff. So instead of saying baptized, I'm going to say dunked in water. Okay. Uh, actually, I think it does. I, I, now I wish I had kept it. <laughs> I think it does say dunked in water. It does say <laughs> something real close to that. <laughs> See, I can do this shit too. Do you have a top hat and stones? Oh, I got stones.
1: I got <laughs> um I can I can get the hat.
0: I can get well then you can become a prophet. Um so yeah, John the Baptist is gonna baptize Jesus because uh you can't go to heaven if you haven't been baptized. Therefore, since Jesus had a mortal body, Jesus could not return back to heaven. Without being baptized, so John the Baptist had to do it, and then Lehi talks about the houses of Israel and how they'll be scattered throughout the world. Um, so what this this isn't anything new. like this is all just Bible stuff, um, John the Baptist and houses of Israel being scattered. But when a Mormon male, male or female turns, I think six, sixteen or seventeen, um, you can get what's called your patriarchal blessing. And do we already talk about this? No. So so. it's, it's a big deal. Um, you go there like only one person in like a whole area is able to do it. Um, and he's a patriarch and you go to him and you're supposed to fast for 24 hours. Uh, the Mormons believe that if you're hungry, it brings you closer to God. Um, so anytime anything big is about to happen, you don't eat. Um, so you go and you get your patriarchal blessing. And the patriarch is there. In this case, my dad was. and Maybe like one or two other people. I don't really remember. I remember the house smelled really bad. But we go to this dude's house. And he looks at me and he's like, Brother Madsen, are you going to serve your mission? <laughs> yeah. Like, what, whatever you want to hear, man. Like, let's get this over with. Now, the patriarchal blessing is supposed to be voluntary. But when you grow up in a community like mine, it's, it's, it's not. Eight. Hey, you get it. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, exactly. So you sit there and I might be misremembering. I know it's a really long prayer, but it is. I I remember it being almost two hours. I might be misremembering that, but I'm 100% confident that it was more than 60 minutes. And so you're sitting in a really uncomfortable, in my case, wooden chair. Maybe there's other patriarchs that are nice and put you in a lazy boy. Um, mine put me in an uncomfortable wooden chair. And then they put their hands on your head, They sprinkle olive oil on your head, and then the hands. And then um, it's sacred olive oil. So stop making that face. It's fine. Um <laughs> Oh, crap, that was the vegetable oil. Okay, grab the olive oil. No, that's the canola oil. Now he's going to hell. We use the canola. Um, And in this patriarchal blessing, you find out what your true name is. Uh, So my name is not Neil. That is what my body's name is. Um, I have a really fancy name. And I really wish 16-year-old Neil cared enough to remember what his is, but I don't (laughs) remember. I do know that there is a copy of my patriarchal blessing locked up in a safety deposit box in a bank in Idaho, because that's how important this thing is. Um, it's, it's a big deal. I remember asking one of my seminary teachers, like kind of jokingly, because I was a rebel and fought the system, um, what, her, the power. Yeah, what her real name was, and she got super mad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, know somebody's true name yeah. that's how you cast spells on
0: them <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true that's something i haven't learned yet uh but she she got real real upset it's private uh only my husband knows and blah 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 the other thing that you're given is among, amongst like a bunch of, it's kind of like a weird palm reading session like you get these uh, predictions about how your life's going to turn out but it really could apply to anybody um, but you also get told what house of Israel you're from um, and I don't know what house of Israel I'm from I, well I do I was told and I, I didn't care I think Goldfinger was dropping a new album soon and I was really <laughs> concerned about how that album
1: <laughs> reminds you of the sorting hat. Uh
0: yeah except a lot less fun because you haven't eaten for a day and you're in a stinky house. And after an hour of people resting, they're not going to lightly put their hands on their head because they're on your head because they're tired. So they're just going to lean on you. (laughs) Um, But other than that, yeah, it's a lot like the sorting hat. There's no cool song. Um, So yeah. uh, All of this comes or Lehi sees the scattering of his, of the houses of Israel And the Mormons find out what house they belong in so that when the Armageddon happens and everything comes together, they'll know where to go, basically. Because if there's one thing that is an undeniable truth, when there's a perfect, utopian, peaceful world, everything's going to divide into 12 tribes because that's how it has to be. (laughs) So...
1: It's like some sort of like dystopian fiction. Yeah, Hunger Games. There's twelve dystopian yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Exactly what I that's was thinking, funny. Brittany. That's funny.
0: Uh, well, I don't. Know. I don't know if Jennifer Lawrence is in my house or if the guy from Blue Mountain State's in my. I don't know. Or but yeah, I, I don't know. Bad Castle. Bad Castle, yeah, he's in. He's in it, isn't he? I haven't seen it in a <laughs> really long. But anyway, um, so after all this happens, I'm gonna let you guys take a. a Really think about what you think happens next. It's from Nephi. Nephi does something huge. What do you, what do you think he does? He does not kill anybody. Okay. I'll narrow that down.
1: Okay, well, that's the only place my head was going. So now I need to rethink.
0: He goes back to Jerusalem. Kind of. He does go out on his own, away from the family, and he prays. And asks the Lord to talk to him. And while he's out there, he has a vision. And he's standing on this little island. And there's this big tree behind him that has this glow-in-the-dark pear fruit. And there's this iron rod. And he has the whole vision, the whole the whole thing. Repeat. Do it again. Just in case you missed it from two chapters ago. It's in it again.
1: Seriously?
0: Yep. Um, but he wait
1: <laughs> uh, wait, we can't just breeze past that he's just like oh i'm just gonna have the same exact vision
0: yeah god wanted him to know it too yeah
1: like father like son yeah well he did uh, get lazy when recording his dad's vision
0: so so it's kind of like martin harris's 150 pages that he lost nephi had yeah in himself to write it down he's like Shh,
1: dad's saying i'm
0: gonna have my own vision lehi's like
1: <laughs> Hey, uh, do did you, did you record that yet? No, not not yet.
0: I don't remember what I was supposed to write <laughs> <to. laughs> Dad's old. I'll just tell him I have the same vision. It's fine. He won't remember. <laughs> um, so, but not to be outdone by his father, Nephi also sees the Lamb of God get crucified. He also sees the Holy Ghost anoint the 12 apostles. Um, the way that it was written kind of sounded like uh, the 12 apostles were possessed by the Holy Ghost. Um, it was kind of creepy, just the, like the Holy Ghost, like, filled their bodies. So as I say that, maybe raped them. I don't know. Um, I, maybe the Holy Ghost is an incubus. I'm not sure. Um, may have been consensual. But the point is, is that Nephi has more visions than Nephi. Uh So he can go home and tell his dad stuff. <laughs> The other thing that Nephi sees, now they are sitting in, um, on, on presumably, probably kind of around like Aqaba would be my guess, just purely off of where it would make sense for them to go from Jerusalem, like they're in the North Red Sea area. Um, he also sees a jungle paradise called the Land of Promise. You guys want to take a guess what, where he sees geographically?
1: Land of the Lost. Frank's thinking real hard over
0: here. It looks like he's praying real hard. Oh, <laughs> man, help me. I don't know, because I mean, like going back to our conversation, like, yeah. is this real geography or is this going to be another one of those like real Jacksonville, ge- Missouri real things? Ge- real geography. He sees. Here, yeah. look, I'll give you a hint. And for any Office fans listening, just think Toby.
1: Oh Costa Rica. Oh, Costa Rica. <laughs> what? He Pass on to to Costa Rica yeah. and then he then he like breaks his neck in a zip Wait, lining accident. But there, Yeah, it Co- makes sense. Just Costa think about Rica it. is nowhere near.
0: Uh it's not that far by boat.
1: This closer to by
0: by a boat by people that have never made a boat and Just are going to sail. It. It's okay. not that. far.
1: Uh. <laughs> no. I hate so he's, this.
0: Now, I do need to say he never specifically says Costa Rica, uh, but it is Central America. Somewhere around there. Um, Nephi sees the land of promise, and then he sees a bunch of war and people just dying. He sees a lot of death. And all even though he doesn't have an issue killing people, he gets very worried about this. And then he sees civili- civili- civilizations. Words Stop. is hard. He sees syphilis everywhere. <laughs> he sees civilizations, and he sees cities start start to rise all over the land of promise. And then the thunder of God comes out and ruins everything. Uh, more war. God starts blowing shit up. Ancient aliens type stuff. Um, now, what's interesting, and this is this is not cynical, one hundred percent real, the Aztec talk for a lot or had a lot of talk about the white god have you guys heard about this at all no. oh, yeah. okay so the real, real history well i don't know this is like this whole thing's going to be hard to but... so the aztec legitimately you can google it um believed that there would be a white god that would come that's part of the reason why cortez was able to just destroy as easily as he did is because he was white and he showed up and he had a lot of power so there's a lot of different from a real historical point of view there's a lot of different theories that maybe uh europeans had come before a couple times and that the aztec they're coming and leaving but the aztec had legitimately written about a white god so obviously that's all wrong what they mean is Nephi, if you remember, sees Jesus get crucified. Now, if you remember, three days after, Jesus is zombified and he comes back. And then, after he does his thing for a little bit, he leaves Earth. He didn't go to heaven, he went to the Yucatan Peninsula, went to go oh, hang out with the Aztecs. So, yeah, <laughs> that's because your church is stupid and wrong. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, he sees the white Lord. Um, come to to Central America, basically. Um, and this is this is definitive proof. and this will get covered a lot later in the Book of Mormon and in more depth, but this is definitive proof proof to the Mormons that this is true because the Aztec actually have writings of the white uh, white God or white Jesus. Now once he was there, uh, the Holy Ghost then possessed 12 more apostles. And this I had to mention just because it was funny. Uh, the garments that the 12 apostles that were possessed, um, they were made white in Jesus's blood. That's the quote. I,
1: huh?
0: It makes sense. Yeah, just, she's no. not thinking about it. <laughs> you
1: know, Jesus, purification. Jesus's
0: blood is bleach.
1: Yeah, acid. <laughs> yeah, so
0: basically... They're chosen to be the 12 apostles and their garments are made white in Jesus's blood. I should have done some research and maybe when we get to like that act that that actually happening, I'll look into it a little more, but now and I'm purely speculating. I wonder if that's part of the, where uh, the Mormon garments come from that we talked about in the last episode.
1: That's what I was going to ask. That's the same thing as like the underwear.
0: I don't know. Um, later, the book of Mormon, obviously is going to cover Jesus coming to coming to the Americas. And at that point, I'll look into it and see. And so basically Jesus shows up and there's four generations of peace and then huge wars break out. And I so badly want to jump ahead to these huge wars because they're just awesome. They're actually kind of like cool stories, but there's so many other things that we have to cover first we're going to have to cover uh Noah's Ark part 2 I don't think the whiskey barrels happen yet but there is the breaking steel uh with your bare hands um there's uh having sex with your sister like there's a lot of really cool stuff that happens before <laughs> you-
1: <laughs> that went from one extreme to
0: another <laughs> yeah so We'll we'll kind of go into that more, but basically when Joseph Smith wrote this, translated this, what he was setting up was like the hype for how cool it's going to be in the promised land, which at this point, presumably... I have to keep reminding myself that there are two golden plates that Joseph is reading from, and somehow on those two plates is like an entire books worth of words and information I just so have to
1: not remembering that he made this up like
0: no he's translating them
1: <sighs> yep yeah. oh.
0: so not only that think think is like he's on golden plates which means that somebody sat with a chisel and a hammer and put ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs into this um and in in theory oh, and then God, there's
1: made it with his mind.
0: Or God laser-beamed it <laughs> with him. God laser in <laughs> with his eyes. Like,
1: laser eyes.
0: <laughs> but not only that, so you have to think how heavy gold is and that Joseph Smith has all of this. We're only 12 chapters into the first book, and all of this has happened. So you're right. Like these, There's a lot to, that he's really getting from this. But then also, he's reading this out of a hat. So I don't know how big these these this book is this, these plates but it has to be open and fit in a hat so see i, I would appreciate this more if it was like one gold plate because have you ever seen uh was it the life of brian uh the monty python know. movie yeah like on top of the hill he's got the yeah. 15 i have these 15 and it drops 10 <laughs> <coins>. <laughs> yeah 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 um I don't know, maybe, maybe it was just on one and it was like some ancient alien god tech and he's just scrolling through it like an iPad.
1: Yeah, it could be double-sided.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't, <I>, yeah. <laughs> don't know, when you don't question when he's using rocks to
1: translate
0: <laughs> it. Nobody ever taught me, or nobody that I know ever asked how that works, like the rock. You just, yeah, it worked, but how? It, it just works. Hey man, just grip that rod. <laughs> You, you just got to hold on and to that hard rod and just go. Go with, go with the flow. Don't <laughs> let go.
1: Imagine. it Imagination. Hey, oh.
0: <laughs> And if you get lost on the way to whores, you'll never get you there. <laughs> 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 um, so I think that's probably a good point to stop because at the next point, I'm, uh, well, I'm going to summarize some pretty boring chapters, but the next point gets into Noah's Ark. 2.0 oh yeah so um i'm gonna have to go and relearn all my primary songs uh so we did snowman we did pop oh let's do book of mormon stories this Yay. is this is perfect the for book, book of mormon, mormon
1: stories uh, That's never yeah
0: not not quite the same so there's a bunch of hand actions unfortunately for me to describe them will be pretty difficult so just go to our instagram and check it out we've been posting uh a video of the song itself um every time that we come up so you can actually see it and see all the actions and i'm not going to go through all of the verses of this i'll just do the first one because it's all the same. so <laughs> it goes book of mormon stories that my teacher tells to me are about the lamanites in ancient history Important for everybody to know at that point, I am holding bunny ears behind my head, pretending to be an Indian. <laughs> and now I've started over. Book on Mormon <laughs> stories that my sister tells to me, tell to me are about the Lamanites in Lamanites ancient history. history. Long ago, their fathers came from far across the sea. Give this land, if they live, I'm so so happy that you guys all know those actions already.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because of the Okay, So we actually looked up that song um, and then it was stuck in in our heads for (laughs) at least a week. So we found like, we are trying to fall asleep and I were like, we're like, God damn it! It's a fishing song. Why does it
0: have to be so catchy? (laughs) Uh, well, you can blame all these songs on Emma Smith. She did not write that song, to my knowledge, but she is responsible for the hymn books. Basically, she started to complain against Joseph that she didn't have anything to do, and he's like, "Actually, God has a really important job for you. Go write some songs."
1: Write about an apricot tree with popcorn on it.
0: <laughs> I I don't know. You're asking. You're asking. You're asking to find sense in this story right now. If you when you get your when you get your top hat toss some rocks in there and see if you can find the apricot (laughs) Um, yeah so uh, I guess we'll just wrap up with the benediction and I read stuff before that that, just because I realized that I haven't actually vocalized anything for how to get in touch with us at all like actually on the podcast yep do it (laughs) Um, so our official email is Smith's divine comedy at gmail.com and if you go to the Anchor app and search for Joseph Smith's Divine Comedy, you can record a voicemail on the Anchor app and send that to us, or be like any other person and just record a voicemail and send it to our email.
1: And we're on Instagram too.
0: And we're on Instagram. At Joseph Smith's Divine Comedy. Yep. Yeah, pretty
1: sure it's Okay, just cool. Joseph
0: Smith's <laughs> Divine it's, Comedy. We're not really that creative.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> yep. no, easy to find across the board.
0: Yep. Okay. Uh and we're pretty responsive on that so if you you can message us or comment on any of uh, the stuff on instagram as well so cool uh time for benediction i read a really cool one and i don't remember what it was so we're just gonna do the same thing as uh last time and i say these things in the name of jesus christ amen
1: hail satan